Hi, I'm Andy Landorf. And I'm John Calhoun. And you're listening to the punch. <laughs> Take two. We should, we should do it blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> and you're listening to, to the, the Jeffy the Paffy, the Paffy, <laughs> the Paffy <laughs> Jodcast. Yes. 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 Shit. <laughs> Most of us think our hectic lives would make for a great comic strip. Today, we'll talk with two guys who turn that thinking into a second career. Laughing through your golden years, four panels at a time, that's coming up on this week's Jaffe Podcast. You're listening to the Jaffe Podcast, brought to you weekly by Jaffe Communications. The comic strip is a singularly American phenomenon, like blue jeans or blues music. It's an art form that cuts to the core of the American way. From Snoopy to Sergeant Snorkel, it captures and commodifies our shared American values and ambitions in a manner few other art forms can match. The first great American newspaper men, from Hearst to Pulitzer, placed eye-catching slapstick strips in their newspapers to attract eyeballs during the fiercely competitive newspaper wars of the late 19th century. Today, the comic strip's importance and relevance has experienced an explosive revival. Free from the restrictions of syndicate, censors, and print deadlines, social media and digital publishing have launched the comic strip into a new century, reaching new audiences and exploring deeper issues. This week's guests, Andy Landorf and John Calhoun, are only too happy to ride that wave as the creators of the New 60, featured exclusively in New Jersey in the Jaffe Briefing. Making the most of what Andy calls a, quote, involuntary retirement, unquote, these two friends turned a career in Madison Avenue advertising and a mutual love of the funnies into a twice-weekly comic strip that's attracted attention from all over. We're very grateful that they made the trip across the river to our podcast studio to chat about media, comedy, and the everyday indignities of being a baby boomer in America. Andy and John, Welcome to the Jaffe Podcast. Very much. Thank you. Thank you. I guess I guess the beginning is how did the, the, the new sixty get started? Andy John, which one of you guys wants to tell the story? I guess it's Okay. Uh, it's Andy. 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 <laughs> well Andy will give his version and then I'll give mine. <laughs> then you'll, and then you'll correct then, it. Then, then, <laughs> then John will tell the truth. No, I guess, uh, so um, we were both uh, in advertising mm-hmm. uh, and we well John tells the story about how the Vikings used to deal with their older older people. They would uh, send them out on a ship, uh-huh. light the ship on fire, <laughs> and say, see you later. Yeah. So kind of something like that happened, but but as we like to say, we swam back ashore <laughs> and go, ha-ha. Yeah. Um, not yet. So, so um, I had the thought that I wanted to do a comic, and I knew John was this fantastic illustrator. Mm-hmm. And I had an idea, but I was, like, nervous that he wasn't going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I um, called him up, or I emailed him. I said, what do you think of this? And he what did you say? What was that line? <laughs> you, <laughs> so, I, so I said, uh, and he said his best ideas, and they said his best ideas were behind him. <laughs> uh, just, to, just to give him a little. No, it, it, was a, it seemed like a, you know, a good idea. It wasn't completely fleshed out, and and I said, well, if you you know if you want to get together and talk about this and develop it, I'm in. You know, I, I don't want to draw someone else's comic, right. but if we can come up with this idea together and develop the characters and figure out, you know, 
where we want this to go, then so, great. All right, so you guys both worked at the same advertising agency? Yes. And we won't plug them on here because they don't matter, right? Okay. And then you both were no longer there for whatever reasons, right? And so you're, you're – the, the Viking thing. The Viking <laughs> thing. You're set, sent out. But basically, so you got, you're sitting at home, and you, just, you still have the creative juices of an advertising agency – and so you wanted to do something with it, right? That's it. And I, yeah, I was doing illustrations and uh, animation design, and you know, I still had some projects on the side. And, th- and that's what I did while I was also art director, creative director. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, in every occasion that came along where I could illustrate something for a client, mm-hmm. you know, I would try to try to get that in. But I always had these side gigs going on, mm-hmm. so the side gigs became my full time gig, mm-hmm. and right. then. Um, a cartoon strip and these days you know the, the freelance world is all about you know multiple income streams because mm-hmm. nothing pays you enough to actually make a living right, so right. you know cartoon strip sounded like an interesting thing mm-hmm. with you know some of the other projects I was doing and I was also working on some sequential stories sort mm-hmm. of like you know um, uh, graphic novel type of things where mm-hmm. you tell a story in in pictures and I ha- already had a couple that I thought, you know, things that would happen had happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the early ones was uh, a guy sitting on the subway, um, an older, you know, guy our age, wondering with, whether he should uh, offer his seat to mm-hmm. a young woman. Right. You know, do people even do that anymore? <laughs> are they, they yeah. going to look at me? You know? yeah. uh, so I said, well, you know, this could be a, a strip. You know, it seems like a, and so the kind it of was. thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So um, that's so, the, so you focus on for the folks out there who don't read the new sixty and they, they should be, um, but if they don't, so this is typically people who are on the later stages of middle age. How would I describe them? Okay. No, I, I, Andy, it's, I to yeah. say sixty plus. It, that's in our heads, you know uh-huh. what what it is. So we're not showing people with little kids. Mm-hmm. The little kids are grandchildren, mm-hmm. right? You know that's. But we hope to appeal. We hope the appeal is more universal than just that. Right, but they're, mean, they're empty nesters, right? Yeah. We describe, okay. Except that the, um, the one couple still has an uh, adult child living at home, so okay. they haven't managed to completely <laughs> empty their nest. Did you, did you see the one where uh, the parents cut them off the phone plan? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that, was, resonated yep, that resonated like a lot. Crazy. Yep. Right. Yep. People then, said, oh, my God, watch out, son. Here I come. You know, like, then we had another like, one. probably where, hated us for that. Where, <laughs> where Al uh, is trying to convince his wife to invest some of their retirement money in, in a, you know, a uh, pizza on a stick franchise. Yes, the pizza on the stick. That's your and ongoing thing, the pizza right. on the stick. So he, yep. so she's, you know, he's trying to convince her, and he, and he says, you know, we have this money. If it's not to invest in opportunities like this, what are we saving it for? Right. And their son goes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like you did a nice piece about um, menus and how small the print is on menus. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the, the, the passing the glasses? Yeah, 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 yeah. Passing the glasses. Parking ticket. Yes. Oh. Parking ticket. That, and, and that's he, my particular know, favorite. And, these, but, these, and it came because I was meeting him for breakfast. We, we were on a radio show uh-huh. in New Rochelle. Uh-huh. And uh, then we met for breakfast. and A very early radio show. He, 7 a.m., yeah. right? And yeah. he's sitting in the diner like, where the hell are you? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't curse. Um, <laughs> um, and and I, I took like 17 minutes to figure out this meter, and then boom, that's an idea. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So it's good. It's like a lot of slice of life. Yeah, so if it comes directly out of stories, you know, we obviously embellish it and try and figure out the funniest way to present the idea. But, um, yeah, m- most of them are, 
you know, we'll, we'll get together, usually get together once a week, um, and we'll have things that we sort of bring in. You know, this happened to me. You know, actually, one, one that's coming up is I was uh, shopping in a supermarket, and I get to the cracker and cookie aisle, mm -hmm. and there are 17 different kinds of Triscuits. It's like, <laughs> why in the world are there 17 right, different right. And there's, there's 12 different kinds of Special K. Right, you know, right, so right. You know, they, the guy should react to that. Right, you know? right, right. Didn't used to be like that. So some of it is, you know, generational in the way, you know, our generation reacts to things, mm -hmm. you know, not being able to figure out podcasts and, you know, yeah. and blogs, what's a and blog. And parking meters. And parking mm -hmm. meters. But, uh, but it also, you know, I think initially, um, I, I think Andy had, had been let go a little more recently than I had, mm -hmm. and, and, and he had a little, little bit sort of pent-up aggression, and it was all about, you know, um, they're screwing me, and they're mm -hmm. screwing old people, and, and, and I said, like, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear, you know, poor me, I, you know, I lost my job. Let's do it all about, because that's what we thought was, you know, an interesting part of this new 60 is, you know, people say the 60 is the new 30. It's like, mm -hmm. no, 60 is, when we were kids and our parents were 60, that was old. Mm -hmm. That seemed like, you know, they were looking forward to retirement and then that was going to be it. Mm -hmm. Whereas today, you know, 60, you, you know, you're still working if you, you know, if you uh, like what you're doing and they, they're willing to keep you on. Mm -hmm. Or you're looking for the next thing, right, um, right, right. which a lot of people are going, you know, yeah. doing that that second career yeah. so but you go about I'm sorry no, go ahead. you go about the anger thing about getting fired well so so John says what he mm -hmm. said and then I sort of put it in the back burner and I'm at a restaurant mm -hmm. and you know uh, so you're you're sitting there and half your salad is left over mm -hmm. and the waitress wants to know well they do a thing mm -hmm. right now they say are you still working you're still working on that. Yeah. No, you're still working. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, uh -huh. I've I've had that said to me like five, six times. So so then I told him that, and then we, all right, yeah. we, you know, start to plot it out. And There's someone who just lost their job that has a you know it's fresher and it and they and he's telling his friends out. Keep, <laughs> it, keep it on oh. the down low. Don't say a word. <laughs> but says, I just lost my job at. You know, Engelbert and Humperdinck, uh, or whatever, uh -huh. and and, uh, and uh, just don't say anything. Uh -huh. I'll figure something out. And then the waitress goes, "Are you still working?" <laughs> and then he does full blown George Costanza. <laughs> no, I'm not. Now <laughs> I just got canned. Now <laughs> everyone in the diner has to know that I lost yeah. my job. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> I meant we were still working yeah. on the salad. <laughs> no, 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 I'm finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's that another thing. <laughs> that's another thing. Like, I kind of hear it uh, in with voices, mm -hmm. and John a lot of times say, "Yeah, but not everybody's going to read it like that with that kind of inflection." Yes. So you got to write it different. I've heard. I actually used to be a childhood friend with a kid whose uh, dad was a comedian celebrity. And I'm not going to say his name, but one of the things he used to say was Kevin Klein. And one, wow. of the, one of the things he used to say was the difference between normal people and comedians is that normal people see a funny situation and laugh about it, but comedians like take notes and, right. and keep right. you know uh, to remember it for later. Well, there's but, a, there's there's one you know uh, George Carlin who's who's you know big favorite of mine. Excellent. But he had, he had he had this one line where he, your where doppelganger he, yeah. where 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 people said. Um, 
And he would, he would, you know, and Seinfeld's great at this, too. He's mm-hmm. spotting that thing that, you know, is right out there, but nobody yeah. realizes. And naming it, too. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Carlin said that every house has more than one pair of scissors, but only one pair is called the good scissors. <laughs> Anybody yeah. seen the good scissors? Yeah. You know? And yeah. everybody laughs and nods because it's exactly true. Yeah. You know, um, Seinfeld will, will find these little things, like he, he said, why uh, on the drive-up drive window of the bank do they have the letters in Braille? <laughs> oh, <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. That's or, good. Or I'm always yeah. feeling aggrieved. It just uh-huh. comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. So like when you get on an elevator and you hit the lobby uh-huh. and then someone gets on on a lower floor and then hits the lobby again. Mm-hmm. thinking yeah. like, what, is that? A different lobby? <laughs> no, mine thing wasn't good. <laughs> it's a personal attack. Yeah. And so yeah. th- that's how we experience the world and, and a lot of stuff. Or uh, just last week, um, I went into a, uh, a store in Brooklyn and it was like all hippie organic mm-hmm. right. and uh, I saw a piece of quiche and uh, I said, what's in there? Is there any ham? Go, oh, no, don't worry. We would never serve ham. Uh-huh. I go, no, no, I want ham. I want ham. <laughs> and, but, then, but then you have a really good way of, uh, I don't know, he's very laser focused, I think. You know? Well, and then the also, th- you know, Andy tends to be a little more social and, and, and engaging, and he takes things personally, so that almost mm-hmm. often leads to some kind of conflict uh-huh. um, where I just <laughs> kind of sit back and watch, you know, watch it happen. Um, there's a uh, James Thurber wrote a, a book and there's a, a piece called Preface to a Life where he tries to explain what it is to be a humorist uh-huh. and he, you know and he's saying you know, people think that this is just you know this wonderful thing and everything is but a humorist you know he, he said uh, the kind of person who uh, playfully slaps gangsters on the back mistaking them for high school chums mm-hmm. you know, right. I think right. I think that describes Andy you know and then he'll say so I <clears throat> so I hit you know Vinny the horse on the back and then you know, and this, he kicked and we, me right then we turn this in we turn this into a uh, cartoon yeah. so uh, let, let's uh, talk about so you you do two of them a week right and so what Andy throws gives you do you guys live near each other well, we used to. We used okay. to. Now, and then he, I, after I, working together, he yeah, decided yeah. to move 120 yeah. miles. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually moved. Uh, we built a house upstate in upstate New York. Oh, beautiful. Um, like Catskills? Or uh, it's near the Berkshires mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. in, in Hillsdale, close mm-hmm. to the Massachusetts border. Mm-hmm. Um, so we either – we sort of have recently been meeting in Poughkeepsie, which is kind mm-hmm. of halfway. Yeah. Half yeah. And a college town, so yeah. they got yeah. internet. Yeah. 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 yeah, And diners. Yeah. And diners, yeah. uh, so that's worked out. Or Andy has come to me, or I've come down if I, you know, have other reasons to be mm-hmm. down in the city, um, and that works out. And you know, usually what happens is, like I said, you know, we may have things that have hit us during the week, mm-hmm. and I'll say, you know, I, I was thinking of this, or he'll say, oh, you know, I was at a a um, you know baby shower, mm-hmm. you know, for a friend of ours, and all the old people were. It was out in the backyard, and all the old people were sitting in the shade. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. let, let's see what we can do. Yeah, massive, so, yeah. sunny backyard, and everybody's yeah, in the shade. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's very collaborative. Then it's not like he'll write, you know, some lines and then sends them to you and says, you know, you know, illustrate this. It's really sit down across from each other and come up with some ideas. Yeah, and huh? we we really go back and forth and and sort of you know because the di- you know dialogue is you know I, I actually think. Even though I draw them, I think the writing is is tighter than than the drawing. Sometimes mm-hmm. right. um, the drawing kind of is the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, we usually have the, the writing. But even as I'm drawing it, so we'll, we may say, oh, that's really funny, and kind of, you know, sometimes I'll do a thumbnail. This is very useful on a podcast, I know. But, <laughs> you know it's fantastic. There's a little, little, oh, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. do a little thing just to make sure that, you know, it kind of the beats are there and, it, yeah. and you can fit it in three or four, you know, five frames. Wow. But even after that, when I get it, you know, get down on a board and, and mm -hmm. you know, pencil it all in, I'll go, you know what, this doesn't fit. Or those, there's too many words. We've got to change this. So I'll, yeah. we'll text back and forth, you know. So it's, everything yeah. is hand-drawn. It's hand-drawn and then scanned in, and then I do the color in Photoshop. Wow. Because um, eventually it needs to be digital anyway so, so we can get it on, you know, all of it. So right. that's, at the moment, that's, you know, that's really everything needs to be digital. So, so the, And this is just um, labor of love. At, the, at this point, although at, it would at, be nice to make at, a couple yes, bucks. Yes, at the moment we have some yeah. plans because now we have enough cartoons to uh, enough strips to put a book together. So oh, we may okay. do that, and, and maybe then, annotate some, like this happened to me when I, you know, farted in public. You know, when I, <laughs> yeah, like you know, and uh, or or when 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 we kicked our son off the phone plan, or mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, you know, thank you. We're yeah. a little, right? a little yeah. behind the scenes, or include some of the, you know pencil sketches yeah. that led up to it yeah. uh, or how things changed you know yeah. sometimes we get it down yeah, even the the cannonball one um was actually a day late this week because i had it all together in the cannon i didn't just didn't, wasn't completely happy with the mm -hmm. cannonball right you know, that, was, that was the payoff yeah so, yeah um so i redrew that and that week. was in today's i think that uh, was a june 20 wednesdays yes yes yeah, okay now, now oh no today's thursday so it yeah. was yesterday's yeah so so one thing that's it i mean our goal would be to get syndicated. Mm -hmm. That's that's where you make substantial money, yeah. possibly. Although newspapers are fading yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. So and that's yeah. That's the um, the two th so the two things I've been doing lately are this comic strip and some editorial cartoons, both of which are <laughs> are dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like less and less. You know, the number of editorial cartoonists on newspapers is shrinking. The Times has had this big controversy about. Um, Somebody yeah. get fired. Well, they they the the international the Trump yeah the international edition did a very anti-Semitic you know I don't know how it ever even made it into the paper but as a result of the furor and backlash of that they decided that they were not going to run yeah. cartoons That's at all. Good anti-Semitic and furor. furor. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. So see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a here's a notepad, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm a cunning linguist. Yeah. 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 It's very hard to make a comic strip with the Fuhrer anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Good luck with it. Yeah. Uh, but now another thing is for, for the people who, who read the New 60, um, they do notice from the illustration standpoint that Marv and all the other guys look very similar to a guy who sells pizzas. And do you want to explain? Well, the yes. Little I, I, connection? I, I did. And then we had Pizza on a Stick. So that, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. I, pizza on a Stick. <coughs> yeah. you know, who, who copied? Who actually? Pizza Hut? Or, there was a video for pizza on how to make pizza on a stick oh it was like a youtube video we, okay, we, okay. We, yeah we we came up with this we actually don't know whether it's practical at all you know like you'd walk out and the pizza would just slide right off the stick but, exactly so, but so um, well I, I like the when when they were going to the uh the franchisee meeting and trying to you know the guy was trying to sell it and yeah. he and he's his his p big sales pitch was uh for for years you know for years, uh, pizza has you know, uh, been around, and the stick even longer. <laughs> but no one has put it together until now. Um, 
But uh, and then yes. he thought we could get join our advertising careers to. I got this marketing thing, you know, yeah. which he actually does, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. Yeah, so, so so your original question was, yeah, the I worked on Little Caesars mm-hmm. and did the Little Caesar character. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. Uh, That's when, why the guys look like you know. The, so that yeah, yeah. So that Al's big nose is very reminiscent of a certain. Togged pizza. We uh, can't we can't mention it longer because yes. the, the lawyers do. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that's great. So I mean, it is interesting though that you are moving out into the world of comic strips. I, we were talking before we, we went on the air about our love for many many comic strips that aren't around anymore. Um, I mean, Kevin Hobbs he does it online, but he did well, it because he was ticked off at newspapers. Um, well, well, Waterston. Well, Waterston. I mean, there are no new Kevin Hobbs being done anymore because he quit he has them online what are those um i believe mcmeal universal like so his syndicate mcmeal universe is it andrew's Andrew's mcmeal yeah um like makes money from you know putting them online and making them yeah i think they're they're reprints some of those yeah Yeah. garfield um he stopped it in 94 yeah right um so very impressive so, so Josh yeah. is our Google guy. He's our, <laughs> and our, he's our engineer and fact checker. Yeah. So, so what, yeah, Waterson is, and he's, he's and he's uh, notoriously, you know, um, uh, publicity shy type of guy. He's like the J.D. Salinger of, mm-hmm. of cartoon comic strips. Yeah. Comic strips. Um, but uh, yeah, I think those are just you know re. Re-issues. But the thing is, like Gary Larson had just this beautiful yep. thing going, mm-hmm. and you mentioned Rhymes with Orange before. There's right. so many comic strips that try to be the far side, right? Right. Um, but the thing is, is that you're right. You know, the number of daily newspapers in the country. I mean, as a PR firm, we deal with it all the time, right? Constricting, constricting, and, and even the even the comics themselves. If you look at the few papers that still run them, yeah. they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's something we've thought about, you know, because sometimes we have ones that are very, you know, word heavy, mm-hmm. and we'll have. A, a frame that is just words because it needs to be a whole, you know, mm-hmm. litany of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that's an inch high in the daily news, you know, it's not even going to be. So we, yeah. th- those are things we're thinking about. But there's also comics that you know, are strictly digital, mm-hmm. only run online. And there's a very successful one called um, Sarah Scribbles, which is a sort of mu- <coughs> millennial. You know it? It's like mu- millennial <laughs> angst by this uh, woman. Um, Sarah Anderson. Sarah Anderson. And she's like 30, maybe. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, she's got 5 million she's followers. Started, oh, really? started it in, when she was in college, and it, she, she does two or three a week, uh, I think. But, you know, huge following in, in Japan, and her, her syndicate uh, uh, publisher, you know, flies her around the, the world to these conventions and things. Wow. So you can, you can, mostly through publishing, I think more books than. than because there's, there's not. I think even the syndicates are trying to figure out what's the, what's the um, business model, for, you know, the pay, a yeah. paywall to see comics is like nobody's really doing that. And then you, you get a few pennies for every, you know, because they sell the ads around that right. page. Not, and yeah. Whereas what a, I read about Charles Schultz and mm-hmm. in the Golden Age, those yeah. guys, maybe sell the newspapers are paying a hundred dollars a day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 50 to the syndicate and 50 to him mm-hmm. and he was in like 4,000 newspapers so oh, that yeah. was 200,000 yep. every day <laughs> I wow. mean, but now there's not even 4,000 newspapers 
Right. You know, so you have to, like everything else, got to reinvent. And the syndicates keep negotiating with the producers as well. Obviously, like everything else, what's the cheapest we can get this? Right. Right. And, and, you know, one of the ways that the syndicates, you know, were able to make money off of a successful cartoon was to play one newspaper off another. So, you know, if the Daily News wanted it and, you know, then the Post, but they didn't want the Post to have it, you know, they could charge more. Well, now there's, there's fewer and fewer um, cities that have more than one, you know, daily paper. So um, that doesn't happen as much. Yeah, if, we, if we ever are lucky enough to be syndicated, um, that comes with that comes with a lot of good stuff and a lot of it would really change because they usually take you seven days a week and oh, wow. you know and uh, if you notice that John's backgrounds are very detailed mm-hmm. um, and you probably couldn't do that in seven days a week and, you know just do a color wash and yeah. well not and sleep at the same yeah. time yeah yeah but like right now to me it seems for you guys this is a labor of love. You really enjoy it. You get a kick out of it. You can tell that you're laughing as you're putting it together, which is great. And but it's not a job. And then I think that once it becomes a job, it's a whole uh, another uh, thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the goal would be to figure out a way to still have it be fun and um, and get paid a little bit of money. Yeah. yeah well, that's both- why Sarah scribbles, like you said, that's two or three times a week. That's it. Online, but then she sells a squishy doll that you know from one of her characters, like a, a comfort doll, yeah. a yeah. hug. Yeah. And then she made a book, and then she made a second book. And so. that's really where the big money comes in for some of these is the merchandising. Mm-hmm. If, if Al like becomes every, a famous character, you could do a T-shirt yeah. with maybe a saying on it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from right. one of the funnier things from the strip, or a coffee mug, or something yeah. like that. I'm not sure the new 60 lunchbox is going to be yeah, no. too big a hit. But <laughs> Did you know that Harley Davidson makes something between 70 and 90% of their money on licensing their brand? Right. Not and, on motorcycles. And I don't even right. know it, if it's still there, but they used to have a Harley Davidson restaurant in yeah. uh, yeah. 6th Avenue in Manhattan. Yeah, I'm not sure it's still yeah. there, but you're right. Um, yeah, yeah so, so a brand, and we're familiar with that from our advertising backgrounds, a, a brand can, you know, have a lot of value and if, if people like these characters you know you could certainly do coffee mugs and t-shirts and um, a book mm-hmm. you know because people have already asked oh, do you guys have a book because this would make a great gift for yeah. somebody turning 60 so. or well, yeah are, absolutely people yeah, are basically. pushing us to make greeting cards too like yeah. you know but there's only so many hours in a day too and um, my my business plan is to uh, keep putting it out there and hope hopefully somebody Somebody big reaches out and says, "We want to sign you." (laughs) Well, what about also uh, comic strip uh, conventions? Yeah, Uh, one of the things uh, that you know um, we've talked about if we can get a book together because if you have something, you know, you're sitting there at at your booth and just you know with a poster behind you and go, "I like us." It's a little, you know, a a little less needy if you have a book and go, "Hey, take a look." You know, and a T-shirt. Yes. Yeah, like your stuff. (laughs) Something, some merch to you know market and. And have people come by and uh, you know pick up. And, so and luck, uh, luckily enough, that's my wife's business. It's oh, she does apparel and merchandising. Stuff? And, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, so. so we. I, um, I would buy a Marv mug tomorrow. Right. And I would also yeah. try one of your pizzas on a stick. Yeah. You know? I mean, would it be funny yeah. if that became a franchise? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we, we figure out the mechanics of it and then market it as uh, yeah. yeah. So what have um, what else have you guys worked on over the years? Like so, I mean, you've worked on some big brands. You got, is a Mad- was it a Madison Avenue advertising firm? One of those fancy. Well, studios? we'll say the name. Uh, yeah. good, th- this was the good firm, Cap- Kaplan Thaler. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're your friend Greg. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, well, we have to, by the way, mention Greg Myers, who was the one who made this connection. And <laughs> That's he'd, right. He'd be upset that it's already 32 minutes in this podcast. And we haven't mentioned his name yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Greg. All right, yeah, Greg. That's M E Y E R S. So you're working there with Greg and with John. and So, I mean, you know, you're only remembered for a few big things. We've worked on a lot of things, but for me, it was that. Herbal essences, orgasm, yes, yes, yes. Wait, and what? You remember those? She had the organic experience. She go, yes, 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 oh. in the shower. And that, then, that was and, you. And, and, and Swiffer. Those are oh, my. Oh, Swiffer. Those are. Yeah. And and in the past life, um, Dr. Pepper. Is it true that Devo did the song for for that Swiffer commercial? Yeah. Yeah. They re-recorded actually, their own song. Actually, yeah. Right. They're known for doing that kind of stuff. I love Devo. Swiffin. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. I always admired them for having such a good sense of humor about their one big hit. Yeah. Other people would well, say, and sell it. it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You got to you got to pay the bills. I don't well, know. Yeah. And then then the Blondie. Yes. Gonna get you, get you, get you, get yes. you. Right. Oh. Yeah. It's amazing, you know. We would do these recording sessions, and the the session musicians who would come in, because you know it's a good paying gig, and you're in town, and yeah. you know there's Carlos Santana playing guitar at, oh my at a session for you. It's like yeah. amazing. Well, I heard like the Rolling Stones, like you take a little snippet of any of their overly played songs, and they get you know, oh, yeah, millions yeah. and millions on top of, you know, whether whether or not, but it has to be negotiated, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah, like if the if the uh, Rolling Stones played on a Super Bowl commercial, yeah. like just a couple of oh. bars of their song, I yeah. mean, you, you there, pay, there, you pay certainly, there are certain rules. That, there's a certain number of bars you can use For without free. having to pay. Oh, re- oh really? like eight bars. Or, uh, yeah. there's, some, some, there's some legal thing. But, uh, yeah, licensed music has been in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 the, years has become huge. The, the other so. thing, real quick, the other, and the one other thing fascinating about your industry, and this is what I've been learning from Greg, are um, drug commercials. Oh, okay? Well, yeah. And, you know, this like, well, yeah. <laughs> this, this cures it all, right? <laughs> but the, the, good the, memory. Yeah, very good memory. He's, he's very good. Uh, but the thing that cracks me up is that, like, you know, like, you have the woman, she's, like, lifting a potted plant right. and whatever, and there's, like, all of these things. This may cause bloody this right, and yeah. that and that. You may yeah. die from this. Um, but it's funny. It's, like, she has so limited in the things she can actually right. do because, if God forbid, she's painting a wall, yeah, and then somebody well, else takes too, the drug and then distra- paints a wall. Yeah, too distracting from – well, first of all, if, you know, especially now they're spoofing if it's, you, like, an right? arthritis drug or something, you can't – lift your elbow any higher than this yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and if you have a if it's eczema you have to have a certain amount of you know, it's never <laughs> completely gone well, there's all these stupid rules well John and I actually were working on a, a drug thing together called um, not Celebrex yeah Celebrex mm-hmm. and he did this really funny animated commercial uh-huh. and got the illustrator to do it and everything it was like awesome ready set go and then at the Christmas party, and our boss said, "Hey, great! How's it coming?" And I said, "Oh, it's going to be fantastic! It's all yeah. ready." And the next day, they got the dreaded black box warning, which said, "May cause death." Uh, <laughs> so, so they, they, so they pulled, pulled it. it. Uh, yeah. yeah, we actually yeah. had a few. A few uh, spots had been on the air. We had uh, three or four in the pipeline, all ready to go. Yeah. And 
That's a frustrating part of your business, or was, was the start and stops. And the thing is, you come up with something absolutely brilliant, and somebody somewhere says no. Right. And the cool thing about the new 60 is that this is 100% you. Right. And there's no one That's, telling you what to do. That was and that probably, has to feel liberating yeah, as hell. I that was that the is. most appealing thing, because there are no there are no clients. You know, We have you know certain levels of taste and uh, <laughs> appropriateness that we that we you know well, we, work out but uh, we were talking to a, a local Westchester newspaper and the publisher he said two things he said um, can you can you work in a lot of local uh, you know things in, in the neighborhood like that store and this yeah. restaurant that yeah, yeah no and and, yeah. Um, and can you make them younger can you make it the new sixty? Yeah. yeah. Can you make it the new forty? Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Or, we, we, we love it, but can yeah. you make yeah. these changes? So that, you know, <laughs> a, newspa- <laughs> a newspaper publishing, you know. So, yeah, they said some of our younger employees think it's a little, a little old. It's like, well, it's not for them, and it is. So you know, so the idea here was, we looked at it. We thought one, it's what we know, and it's always easier to you know mm-hmm. create something out of what you know. things you yeah. are familiar with. But also, we didn't really see that represented in the comics. You know, there's what is it, pickles about an older, you know, really grandfa- old. grandfather yeah, 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 type. Yeah. You know, that'd be like dr- driving your car to pick up the ma- newspaper. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what that kind of joke is. And, yeah, and it's like the new ninety. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's, yeah. very often we'll we'll think of something. We're going, you know, this, it feels a little old. Mm-hmm. This is not about old people. Mm-hmm. This is about people who are older than they used to be and you know but they're not old they but don't that's think usually of my ideas because i'm five years old <laughs> yeah. but, but the thing too is that you guys do a very good job um having your characters respond to technology because like these Thanks. kids that have their heads and and you know like yeah. our kids and whatever you know and it's like how they're adjusting to the fact that when they were kids or when they were you know there was no internet Right. You know, and um, I think you guys spent a lot of time with that. You have a lot of fun with that. Well, and you know, we got caught up in, it, in as the advertising world. You know, went from analog to digital, and you know, we're like we were on the beginnings of digital editing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I worked with one of the first Avids, which was a early. You know, the the it was it was so low res. You, you'd look at you know takes and couldn't tell whether the actor's eyes were open or not. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. but. But then, you know, everything went digital and, and then, you know, we were sort of that farther along in our career. So we were hiring people to do the digital work. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't digital natives. Mm-hmm. So we play, you know, we had to play catch up. And I think that everybody in this this you know, demographic is playing a little bit of catch up with. The... I'm like, what the hell is a digital native? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But one one idea we're playing with and it is such it's really different, but as you can tell, he's got a classic voice, you know, uh-huh. announcer kind of, voice, yeah. and and I have a charactery voice. Yeah. Is what, what about giving voice to to the characters? And but that would require animation. But since you're digital, maybe that's all possible. Um, but that's interesting. What platform would that? Have? Yeah, I, yeah, that's I, the interesting I, thing. And, and you know, animation is very labor intensive, and I've <laughs> done a lot. You know, going back, um, Little Caesars and. Work U.S. Bank, and I've done things. I've done a lot of things with a buddy of mine, J.J. Settlemeyer, who did the amb- ambiguously gay duo. Mm-hmm. And oh, we, he did. We, we've oh, worked on a lot of. I, I didn't do that, but but yeah. I've worked with him on. Um, we're actually working right now on an uh, animated campaign for a hospice in 
which sounds kind of odd, but the, the hospice wanted to, you know, get out of the typical, you know, sappy music and weepy people and, and you know, treat end-of-life issues in a different, you know, right. humorous and, and human way. And um, animation seemed like, you know, a good way to do that. So, yeah. are, Let me ask you a question. Are your characters aging? Or do they stay the same? I think they stay the same. They stay I mean, the same. Yeah. Like Charlie Brown is still six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, it's an, interest, Charlie Brown? It's an interesting thing because, you know, that things will, things will change, you know, like in tw- syndica- syndication, you know, they want to know that they have something that can work, work for the next 50 years. Right. We decided to call this the new 60, you know. Mm-hmm. We can't then change it in 10 years to the new 70. Right, you know? right, right. So... Um, they will, it will be what that group, but, you know, in 10 years, the 50, the, the current 50 year olds or in 20 years, the current four years old won't be dealing with the same kind of things. It'll, they'll deal with completely new things. It won't be, you know, what, what's a blog, what's a podcast. Right. So, you know. Yeah. Like peanuts is old and classic old and it's, it's, it's and, nice, and but there, it's, you know, and it's there not, some, doesn't respond. It doesn't, right. you know, answer to you or feel, for, I don't know. And, and, you know, Calvin and Hobbes, the little, little kids are yeah. going to always be little kids. And, yeah. and uh, there are universal themes there, but you know, there are things like we just did one. We have one character, Craig, who is uh, divorced and dating. Dating in his sixties, yep. which is a whole you know right. other universe, and right? We, and yeah. we thought about. I just want to cut in for one minute. So when I first made the pitch to John, he sat, said, "It sounds like uh, men of a certain age." Mm-hmm. Do you, are you familiar? Yeah, with that? Yep, yep. And I said, "Oh my God, that's like my favorite mm-hmm. show yeah, ever." Yep. And yep. and so and in that, you know, one of the guys was was single. Scott he was like back, the back he was like the Peter Pan yeah, yeah. that they yeah. live vicariously. Yeah, he was killing it. Yeah, yeah, right. I thought he was killing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but that's important because if everybody's married and then they have the same kind of issues, you know. Mm-hmm. But this way, yeah. you, you can play those jokes every once in a while. Yeah, it freshens it up because people come from different perspectives. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you want to make it appeal to as wide an audience as possible. And so we have, you know, some of them have grandkids we said okay having grandkids that opens things up too because now you can tell a story about the kids and their kids mm-hmm. and how the um, grandparents don't want to be called grandparents the uh, grandma right. doesn't you know right but we did a, a thing about uh, craig um meeting the father of a woman he's dating so he's 60 right so how old oh, yeah, that was, we yeah, saw that a couple days ago. Yeah. so he she you know yeah. she meets the father he's, he's like, oh he's in the old age home, old age and home. The, right yeah, he mistakes yeah. the attendant yeah. for you know julio uh, ramon ramon, ramon. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know meeting the parents is a universal thing you know and the twist on it is this now he's 60 and the dad is 90 but um that kind of thing is going to continue to happen yes you know? So yes. in, in that sense, it is kind of a, you know, it's not as dated. We, we try not to do too many um, sp- time-specific or, you know, we did, we did one with a reference to um, Rico Petroselli, who was a, you know, Red, Boston Red Sox player from the 70s. And, se- and Pawtucket, too. From the, from the 70s. Oh, you had to put that in, right? From, <laughs> yeah. from, the, uh, from the 70s. And, you know, in 20 years, nobody will recognize that name you know yeah, people yeah. who did recognize it thought it was hysterical because and, and was, I, i've got some friends who live in boston yeah. and wrote emailed me you know love the rico pack <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. it's so random now yeah now another thing which josh you're way too young to feel like but um you know, like we imagined when you're married to somebody you know you're used to each other mm-hmm. right so we imagined 
Craig having sex for the first time, mm -hmm. and and he goes um, lights on or and then at the same time they go off, <laughs> and the yeah, next frame yeah, is yeah. black. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then and then so we said, well, that's that's funny, you know, because everybody's body conscious and they want to, you know, turn yeah. the lights off. But then uh, it's like, so where do we go from there? So it's in the in the dark, and uh, the woman says. Uh, are you wearing socks? Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, no, I forgot to shave my feet. And the, light, <laughs> the lights turn on, and he says, that was a joke. And as, as she's huddled up you yeah, know, yeah, on yeah. the corner of the bed, uh, <laughs> trying to hide underneath the, the sheets. Yeah. I, I always feel like in comics, um, whenever they turn the lights off, there's the device of, like, you can only see their eyes. That's right. The glowing <laughs> eyes in the dark. And, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's, you know, because I, you know, I did a cartoon strip years ago in college. It was short-lived. But I haven't really, you know, done it although i've been a huge fan you know like like yourself of calvin and Hobbes and 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 peanuts and doonesbury and you know um uh bloom county and you know like just i, I love them so there there are all these comic um convention you know things and actually uh mort walker um yeah. and we met his his son recently um invented you know some of the words that explain these little these little things like uh, briffets. Briffets are the little puffs of smoke that are left behind when somebody leaves <laughs> leaves the scene really fast, you know. And he did that almost as a joke. Wait, 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 do some others. Wait. Uh, in um, Terabang. Mm. Well, in Terabang, yeah, it's, it isn't so much a comic strip. But what's the one that's that's uh, that's uh, stands in for curse words? So when you put a like a you know a number, yeah, like uh, asterisk, hashtag yeah, asterisk yeah. star dagger. There's you know, a name for that. There's a name for. Uh, Oh, no, gonna say, yes, of course. The, we'll the, call the, this later from yeah. the uh, road. But, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll add it in. But, um, or, or the heat when you're yeah. angry. Yeah. You know, oh, he's, there's, he's yeah. named all these oh, yeah, things. The, the, the little um, uh, wavy lines that come up from a, from a pie mm -hmm. Wafterons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the. Yeah, uh, that's funny. The, yeah. So, you know, learning and using all these little devices, you know, comic strip devices mm -hmm. has been kind of fun. I, I remember. Like saying something shocking or surprising, and and John drew the guy with his eye. He raised eyebrows, but he had the eyebrows like uh -huh. a foot over the guy's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So it seems to me, to me, one of the great places you can go is that um, th this would make a great sitcom. And if you thought, you know, I mean, I see the direct that they actually I briefly watched the direct that's just not funny on on regular TV now, but this is like, it's clever. It mixes a little of the Seinfeld with a lot of the people who are watching TV now tend to be on the older side, you know? I don't know. It seems to me it's, it, there's, it's just a matter of getting you guys, the right person somewhere has to read this or see this, and then right. it goes from there. You want, you want to know our plan for that? Yeah. So, <laughs> this, there's a plan. This, this can't fail. Yeah. This is a fail. Yeah. So, uh, I have a nephew who... Runs a restaurant. I know a guy. Who knows I a know guy. a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he runs a restaurant called Two Forks. Now it happens to be two blocks from HBO, uh -huh. and uh, and he's he's running a thing with artists, uh, uh, putting New York artists putting their pictures on their to go bags. Mm -hmm. All right. So hey, how about running our comics? And you know, then our hope is somebody from HBO gets lunch and say, hey, that's a yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that'll, that'll happen. Right? Yeah. Oh, sure. you know what? Sure thing. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all about fate. So, <laughs> um, what? How much time do are we at? Forty two minutes. Yeah. Is there any questions I forgot to? Um, we can cut this part out right now. Just make a note. Is there any questions I forgot to ask, or anything you want me to hype, or this or that? 
obviously talk about you want to talk about the website a little bit try to get some traffic to um, it yeah yeah, yeah that would be great so and um, and we're also on um, Instagram we should give we should give all those do, uh, do you, addresses do you get do you get the emails on Fridays no I want I'm going to sign you up when we do you get our emails no <laughs> <laughs> so so you guys right now you have a Friday email that goes out what is that um, it's uh, so you have to go to our site, mm-hmm. thenew60comic.com. You have to use comic. And it's and then, six, and then six it's, zero, the, the number. So the, wait, the new the, six the zero comic.com. Comic. Okay. And then there's a menu bar, and it says subscribe. Mm-hmm. And then you put your email address in there. It's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's free. Right. And then, um, and then, uh, then it's, Email the new sixty emails you back, and says, "Am I a robot? Are you a robot?" Yeah. And you have to do the thing with the traffic signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're in. Then every then it takes you right to the site, and we write a blog every week about how we came up with the ideas and. Yeah, I'm wondering we could probably run those too. I and mean, I love it. And yeah, uh, I mean, and then it's a blog, and then there's a newsletter also. Hey. You know, hey, welcome to the Fourth of July. Here we are. Yeah, and um, read it and weep, whatever. Uh-huh. Do you know how many people have subscribed so far to it? Or? It's it's not as much as I want, yeah. but um, you're that, building it. It takes time. Yeah, it's under a thousand, but uh-huh. it's, it's yeah getting up to there. Yeah, when we started uh, uh, the Jaffe briefing, we started in 2011. We started with 500, and now we have 20,000. And the That's reason awesome. is. Just every single morning. I mean, it's like clockwork. It's ten fifteen in the morning. People get the. That's when it goes out. Ten fifteen. Ten fifteen in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's the sweet spot. Is ten fifteen because people <laughs> move the clutter off their desk from that morning and they're ready to look at their emails. And so, boom, we're right there. And you guys are. And you guys are right there. So, um, right. I was trying to find the, the the word for comic curse words. I guess <laughs> right. we'll send you a link. One uh, one of the other things that, in addition, in, in the. Um, email that goes out with the two comics is a link to a blog that mm-hmm. for 99 percent of the time andy writes occasionally uh-huh. i did one about the you the, did it you of, did an incredible the one. back a... the back you know round of what goes into making the cartoon so right, from right. you know starting with the thumbnail and pencils and inking and, and coloring mm-hmm. um and in that we, we and then we indicated. saw neil walker had right. done almost as, at, at an exhibit you know, here's here's the pencils that we use. Here's the ink that we use. Right. Here's the first step in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still they're still old school as well. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of comics are are you know completely digital. And you know, if I if I had a, yeah. um, what, what do you guys let me ask you? What do you guys see as the future of comics? I mean, with new, I mean, we just did a presentation this morning about our newspapers or. Dying, well, I, you, you know, know we're, comics have never been more popular, and there's never been more of them. Um, that you know, you could argue about the level of quality overall, but certainly in any any time, there's some really great ones, and you know, a lot of dreck, you know, like in most things. But uh, uh, people are really into it, and and you've got a, a generation of people who are much more visually ori- oriented, mm-hmm. and you know, that's how they take in information. So um, there. are there's a political site called the Nib that you know, a lot of uh, great um, uh, political cartoonists are doing some longer pieces um, that are you know fantastic, and that's how you know people get their news. So let's talk about. I'd like to talk about politics sure. in our comic strip. Sure. You know, 
we, I wanted to go there and John didn't want to go there and we talked about it and he said, um, uh, without giving away what side we're on, I bet right. you can guess. But, uh, <laughs> but, are, you um, from, are you from Brooklyn? Uh, no, actually Manhattan. Manhattan, Okay. <laughs> I don't have an accent. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but but we Can figured, I get some more coffee, please? Yeah, iced coffee. Um, but but we figured, or just the way he convinced me was, um, you know, you'll lose forty percent of your audience uh-huh. right off the bat. Oh, we talk politics. If you if you're going to talk about, you know, whoever, whichever side you're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's gonna it's yeah. gonna and, have that. And it was much although more. Although it's it's a but it's a fun big but, area. But it's too. a but it's something that's that's obviously out there. But you can talk about the fact that you can't talk about politics. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's a funny place to be right. without taking a side and saying you're a jerk because you think this. You know. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean that was we argue we, we argue a I, lot. I, but, I, but I'm I'm bigger than Andy, <laughs> physically, so I threaten yeah, him yeah. with physical violence, yeah. and then he and sees my point. Yeah. yeah, you got a good point. I, <laughs> and plus, I can't draw, so oh, there you go. Yeah, it's hard to me. find a, hard yeah. to find the talent. I, I do have to say on, on the politics side. So we write, and we we write with a political slant. Okay, the thing is, is that New Jersey it's a blue state, right? So you know, we say Trump's an asshole. Usually, we get applause, right? But however, a lot of people in this state that support Trump read our stuff just to get angry. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and we, we, you, we have a mailbag and people write in and they say, you know, you people drinking the Kool-Aid, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the thing, too, that we're blessed in New Jersey is that our Democrats also hate our other Democrats. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's, there's no shortage of yeah, people to so find. So there's a lot know. of hate. And right. for us, it's, it's copy because like you, there's always a blank sheet of paper in the morning. The Fox viewers can yeah. hate watch MSNBC, you know, and just get themselves oh, all worked up, yeah. you know, and vice versa. To, to his point, though, this has really convinced mm-hmm. me about it, was um, I, I read uh, Dilbert, mm-hmm. and then I found out that Scott Adams is like an extreme right winger. Really? Yeah. yeah it never and, shows in the... And I, I stopped reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I all of a sudden didn't like it anymore. You know, well, so, Dun- Doonesbury's the other side, right? Yeah. Gary Trudeau, who's brilliant, yeah, absolutely he's brilliant. brilliant, and doing it for actually, yeah. did a whole book on Trump, yeah, yeah. I, well, he's been making fun of Trump for 30 years. Doonesbury's better now, actually, I think, than it was like in the 80s and 90s. It's gotten better, it's yeah, gotten yeah. He's better. he's uh, he's amazing, and to have done it consistently well for since, that long since college, yeah. Since college. And I actually have his, his a book of his uh, Yale cartoons. He had a, a comic strip called Bull Tales. Mm-hmm. Very crudely drawn, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but hilarious. He's not a good illustrator, right? I mean, that's... You know, I'm not sure. Thing I, I, I've read different things whether or not he actually does the... You know, that's it, has, the other, it has improved a lot over the years. Well, that's the other thing. You know, we, when we started this, I got this... Um, actually, Mort Walker had passed away. He was like 95. This is another encouraging thing, is that most of these cartoonists <laughs> can, can, you know, are doing it when they're in their 90s, you know, so... We, so there's hope for us, uh, but and they, the, and they will die, right? Yeah, they will outlive them. They will, they will. <laughs> but but the um, but the uh, he wrote a book about um, kind of a memoir about the days because there was a um, and yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of books that have come out about almost all the cartoonists used to live in Connecticut in like a couple of different That's communities. Where Jim's lives in. and uh, and because it was close to the city, there was you know there's no digital, so they have to finish it and drive it into the city and go back. But they, um, 
but they were making so much money that they were hi- hire people. They had staffs of gag writers, and then somebody who did the lettering, somebody who did the inking, somebody who did the coloring. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Mort Walker was working on three or four c- comics at the same time, mm-hmm. daily comics. Right. How was that even possible? Well, he would, you know, come up with the gags with his gag writers, and by noon they were off on the golf course. You know, yeah. it was a but it was gags, a nice. I, I can tell you, the ga- there's no gags in High Lois. And who's yeah. that guy? Dick Brown. Did Dick he, Brown. He, yeah. Well, Dick Brown was was uh, Hagar, right? Hagar the Hagar Harbaugh. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I hear you. Uh, or what's the, what was the... I don't... Uh, Hager's daughter is still hot. I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to name the comic because these people are very nice with us. Oh, okay. But... We're going to um, guess right now. No, but... <laughs> but... but uh, so the originator is dead. And then uh, that the originator's spouse is taken over. And But, but the ideas are coming through the mail. Mm-hmm. They pay for ideas. So... That we're not interested in that. No, no we're don't interested. Need that. Yeah, I mean, this this is the the creative outlet for you know two creative guys who no longer have jobs that require that. Right. So, um, and also for me, it's like, what do you do now? I, yeah. I have an answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know sit at home and make myself lunch and wait for the Met game to come on. You know, that's not really <laughs> yeah. it's not really a job. You yeah. Know? No. Um, but uh, it's a love. Um, well, listen, I want to thank you guys um, very, very much. You guys traveled a, a long distance to come here, too. And <laughs> thank you. Over a bridge. <laughs> but I do. I bring, well, you up on my going. You're sitting here. Yeah, well, I, I, was in, I was in town for a, a friend of mine had a um, showing of a movie he was doing. So. Oh, okay. So that's so this that's worked good. out. And you get to visit Cranford, New Jersey, which is. <laughs> a, 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 a where is that? Yeah, you're like still like, where the hell am I? <laughs> no, well, w- Waze took us to the wrong place. And it was like this seedy. By the Newark Railroad tracks, oh everything. Oh, this is this where his office is. <laughs> he can't be here. <laughs> and luckily, we do that on purpose so people come here and be impressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have a beautiful office. <laughs> um, well, anyway, listen. Well, we are here with the, the creators of the New Sixty, uh, Andy Landorf and John uh, Calhoun, and sign up the New Sixty Comic dot com. New Sixty Comic dot com. Also on um, Instagram. Uh, the new Facebook. 60, the new sixty comic and Facebook, also the new sixty comic. And you can obviously see it here in New Jersey at the Jaffe Briefing, and also you can um, hopefully if you are in Hollywood and you're looking for a movie, a full length movie, these guys will do it for you. <laughs> or anything, or if you're a Netflix producer out there, these yes. guys are wanting to talk to you. From Animated here, version. The gods here. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you. The Jaffe Podcast is a production of Jaffe Communications, which is solely responsible for its content. Episodes may not be reproduced or rebroadcast without permission. Our executive producer is Jonathan Jaffe. Our editor and production manager is Josh Frank. And our theme song was composed by David Siste. For more episodes, visit jaffecom.com or find us on Facebook at Jaffe Communications. Thanks for listening. Join us next week.